And you do know that people who express gratitude more are happy and healthier and tend to be optimists. And optimists do better in life and live longer. This week, how to break out of the same old routine with some answers from Dr. Noelle Nelson. Stay tuned. If you've listened to this podcast, you know we love our wine club, and we're going to shamelessly plug it again. This year, our wine club partner, Touring and Tasting, is celebrating their 20th anniversary and are offering special deals and discounts on top of their already existing deals and discounts throughout the year. We love the Hitched Wine Club because it's a monthly reminder to slow down and reconnect. Yes, date night ideas are included with each shipment. We have several different levels of the wine club, from the happy couple and marital bliss to soulmates and happily ever after. Right now, you can join the happy couple wine club level with your first shipment 50% off, bringing the total to under $25. And the shipping is always free. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Visit hitchmag.com and click the Wine Club link. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of hitchedmag.com. I am joined once again with the always amazing Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. So Noelle is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, is also the author of many best-selling books. Uh, Her most recent relationship book is Your Man is Wonderful. Uh, She also has a business book out for Kindle readers, uh, you know, the the little digital app and uh, hardware. Uh, The book is called Got a Bad Boss, Work That Boss to Get What You Want at Work. Um, Today, we are going to talk about... Um, the same old, same old of marriage. And what I mean by that is there comes a point in a marriage where many couples start to slide towards the same old, same old, where you've been together for a number of years and each has become predictable to the, to each other. Um, now this can be a source of comfort. I know I find comfort in, in that kind of a thing. Uh, but it can also, according to you, Noel. Uh, be the exact opposite of that, a source of discomfort in your marriage. So let's dig right into it. What do you mean by that, being uh, all this uh, regularity being a a source of discomfort? Well, just just listen to yourself for a day or two. That's what I would suggest to to our our listeners. What do you say to yourself about your marriage? Do you complain of having to be responsible to your spouse all the time, like, you know, having to check in if you're running late or always letting them know where you are? Is it like a sore spot that you keep rubbing over and over? Or um, maybe maybe you grouse about having to deal with your spouse's OCD tidiness or the opposite, you know, their unabashed sloppiness mm-hmm. year after year. Or, or do you still get annoyed that their eating habits are so different from yours? or that they stay up late watching TV, or the opposite, that they get up with the birds. It's like the years together are accentuating what you don't like. And then, of course, there's how you talk to your friends. Mm. So, which is probably very different from how you talk to yourself about your marriage, right? No, actually, it's same old, same old. (laughs) In other words, listen to yourself. I mean, what you'll find is if you tend to talk to yourself in in complainy terms, I don't mean big deal. 
I don't mean somebody's hitting somebody or anything like that. Uh-huh. We're, I'm talking about the little, the little garbage, right? Well, you probably talk about the same stuff to your friends about your marriage. I mean, listen to yourself. How much of what you say to yourself or your friends is negative mm-hmm. and how much is genuinely, overtly, resoundingly enthusiastic? Because here's the rub. If you find that 90%, 80%, 70% of what you say to yourself and to your friends about your marriage is enthusiastic, then fantastic. Keep it up. But if you find that 90% or 80% or even 70% of what you say is negative, of that kind of complainy, whiny, kvetchy, you know, ball and chain variety stuff, mm-hmm. then change your focus. Got it. So basically, when we're talking the same old, same old stuff, we're talking about it when it's coming out as in, in the negative aspect. So if you're being positive and you're same old, same old, and you're happy, mm-hmm. fantastic. Th- like, we're, we're, there's no, there's no big deal here. Okay. Um, On the contrary, there's a there's a marvelous big deal called you have a thriving, happy, <laughs> healthy marriage. Yes. Okay. It, it really is. Okay. But so if so, it's. Yeah, so so if you if you uh, are doing the same old same old and and you do find a uh, great proportion of negativity or um, unsatisfaction, let's say, coming out, uh, you need to change your focus. Uh, so, what is like what? How do we achieve that? What is uh, what is the solution here? You know, before I get to that, Steve, you brought something to mind that I think is is helpful. Okay. If you've been together two years, four years, 15 years, and you are still complaining about, let's say, your spouse's way of stacking the dishes in the dishwasher, that's the kind of thing we're talking about. In other words, these are just quirks, Mm -hmm. personal habits, ways of doing things that you never really do anything about. But you complain. And sometimes you don't complain out loud. You just yeah. complain inside yourself. But that's the kind of kvetching and whining and complaining we're talking about. So change your focus. Okay, what am I talking about here? Well, By, by the way, before you get into that really quick, I okay, so mm-hmm. I actually ran into that exact type of scenario within my marriage. So um, I, uh, I, I'm a piler. So uh, on my desk, I have piles of things. And uh, for many years, my my wife and I have tried to come up with solutions, and it will work for a little bit, and then the piles grow. And so, uh, long story short, we uh, in our New Year's solution type of <laughs> reassessment that we do every year, um, we decided that I can do piles. Like like we found a great compromise. I can continue to do my piles, but they're going behind a a, a closed door, so that the piles wow. of my my work um, are no longer being stacked up on my desk and make making things look cluttery. They just get put into this uh, cabinet behind some closed doors, and I can file everything away and keep my uh, my piles that way. So we, we, I have been down this road about these things that like linger for a really long time. Uh, and then working, changing the focus, you know, like she finally figured out, like she wasn't going to change who I am and how I operate the way that I do my job, the way that I do my work is not going to change. So how can we work around that? So anyways, 
I just wanted to say I've been there. So, <laughs> and th- what you just uh, gave us with this example, Steve, is the problem-solving approach to the 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 complainy whiny thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that is definitely an excellent way to go. Now I'm going to suggest a slightly different way to go. Perfect. It solves the problem, but from another point of view, so that our listeners have more than one um, tool in their toolkit. So. You ever been to a party where one of the guests walks in with a sour face and they find fault with everything? You know, they don't like the punch, they don't like the cake, they don't like anything. And it puts a damper mm-hmm. on, on the entire event. I mean, nobody likes to be around a party pooper and with good reason. So have you ever thought about what you bring to the party? Namely, the party that is your marriage. Do you consistently bring excitement, enthusiasm, caring, wonder? appreciation? Or do you whine a lot, complain a lot, moan a lot, find something wrong with most everything about everything, and in particular, your spouse? Because what you bring to your marriage is what you receive in return. So yes, it's called change your focus. Deliberately look for things about your marriage, about your spouse, to get enthusiastic and excited about. Remember what attracted you to your spouse Mm -hmm. in the first place. Right? That's an easy one. Yeah. Think well, For most people, that's an easy one. <laughs> Think about the fun parts of your marriage, the laughs you share, the things you like to do together, the love between you, the plans you make together, the hopes, the dreams you build together, the goals you achieve. Now, will the piles disappear? <laughs> <laughs> no. But when you start bringing positivity in all these ways, eagerness, enthusiasm, joy, etc., then it makes it so much easier to find a workable solution like, well, just stick it in the cabinet. No, that's, I think that's, yeah, no, I think that's a good point too, because you're right, because we, it could have turned into a fight um, if I had been um, abrasive about it. If she had said the, the piles still bother me and I was like, well, deal with it, you know, like it could, but I wanted to make her happy. I wanted to find a solution. And I, and, and that was the point is I, and I really like how you bring up, you know, thinking back about the, the early days of your relationship, you weren't the party pooper at the party, right? Like you weren't the one that walked out the sour face. You were the one that was a, a joy to be around. You were putting on, you know, and by the way, your life probably wasn't perfect at that point. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think sometimes we think like, well, I didn't have all these responsibilities and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, maybe maybe you didn't have some of the things you're dealing with now, but I doubt it was a perfect life up to that point. You probably had some things going on in your life, but somehow you managed to put on a very cheerful face and you were a pleasure to be around. And I think when we talk about marriage, we sometimes forget that you, somebody has to be around you when you're married and you don't want to be that person who is just a miserable person to be around all the time. That's not to say that we don't have good days and bad days. But to your point, I think you got to change the attitude a little bit if you want to yeah. change the focus as you were. Well, and in other words, if you want your marriage to be a party, you can't be a party pooper. Pretty simple. Perfect. You know, yeah. said in don't run with scissors kind of language. But it is simpler than we think because the reason i i thought of this podcast steve in terms of same old same old is that really it's the same old same old complaints that drown 
the joy of a marriage. It's not the big stuff. We do, I mean, obviously there's big stuff that rips apart a marriage, but we are generally pretty resilient if you're in a decent relationship and we take the big stuff by the horns and we deal with it. But this little stuff is insidious because it, 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 it literally drains the joy out. And so it's like you got to put a plug on the negative stuff so that you can fill up your marriage with some enthusiasm, some eagerness, some, hey, I love coming home to you, honey. Some of that kind of stuff. And then problem solving becomes easy. I think that's so true because the big stuff, it's almost like the big stuff is the easier stuff because those are the things that have to be addressed. Yep. Right? Like the the big disagreements are the ones that you can't ignore. And so, yes, they might be ugly and nasty or maybe not, um, but at least they're being looked at and analyzed and, and, you know, hopefully some sort of resolution comes about, but it's the small stuff that just grates at you on a daily basis, that stuff you can ignore, well, try to ignore, not acknowledge, let's say that you don't acknowledge it. And it just continues to just like slowly, like a water over a rock, just, just wears it down until there's nothing left. Yep. And that's what's so unfortunate in could be otherwise very good marriages with people who truly are committed to each other and very well suited to each other. But if they're not paying attention to what they're bringing to the party, the negativity that kind of, you know, it's natural in any life, it's there. Yeah. But dwelling on it, dwelling on it, letting it go on and on and not like, you know, sitting down and saying, okay, piles be gone or whatever. Yeah. That's what could can really hurt a marriage. Yeah, like it's it's really is we talk about it so much paying attention to your yep. marriage, just paying attention to what's going on. Yeah. Um was there anything else you wanted to add about this topic? Well, I do think I want to go back to the idea of how do you talk to your friends and your family about your marriage? Okay. Because frankly nothing despairs me more than to hear someone refer to their spouse uh, you know, when, when in the company of friends and family is, oh, you know, well, he's always such a bother or he never knows how to make up his mind or, mm-hmm. or you know, oh, she's always on me for that kind of stuff. That kind of low-key negative garbage, frankly. Yeah. So pay attention, not just to how you're, what you bring into the marriage party with your spouse specifically, but also how do you talk to your friends and your family about your spouse? Mm-hmm. I mean, let, let your happy thoughts, let your joyful thoughts, let your appreciative thoughts about your marriage be what inform the conversation uh, or, or comments to your friends and family. There's nothing, I mean, there's nothing more wonderful than saying to a friend and family, gee, you know, my husband did the most amazing barbecue the other day. Yeah. It's, it's another shaking, but it matters. And by the or, way, if you ever want to put a smile on your spouse's face, all you have to do is compliment them in the presence of others. Oh, Sure. Absolutely. That's it. That's it. And, Nobody will ever be mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, on the contrary, they will glow. You know? And it's such an easy habit to get into. It's a habit just like the negative is a habit. It's really nothing different. Yeah. It's so just as easy to say, you know, did you see what my wife wore today? She has the most amazing ability to coordinate colors or whatever, you know, or boy, gee, she looks so fetching. I think I'll court her all over again. It doesn't doesn't matter what, really, but it's getting in the habit of noticing and expressing to others mm-hmm. as well as to your spouse and certainly to yourself the party you're having. Yeah. I, I, 
I think a little bit about like what couple would you rather be? Would you rather be the couple to where when friends or family are around you, they think, oh my gosh, all they do is complain about how miserable they are and how terrible their spouse is? Or, oh my gosh, they're so annoying because all they do is brag about each other <laughs> and all their great accomplishments. Like, ugh, enough already. We get it. You're yeah. awesome. Like, I think I'd rather be in the company of the the too much bragging because it, at least it gotcha. uplifts you and gets you thinking like, oh, when was the last time I said something nice about my spouse? Yes. Yes. There you go. And we know and that these know. ideas feed each other. They do indeed. And you do know that people who express gratitude more are happy and healthier. Yes. And tend to be optimists. And optimists do better in life and live longer. Preach. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you find yourself stuck in the same old, same old, uh, change the focus, people. Change the focus. Start plugging those holes and fill it with there positivity. Uh, well, this was fantastic, Noelle. It was, uh, it was great to get back on schedule and get another one in the books here. So thank you so much. Thank you, Steve. Always a pleasure. Uh, I want to remind everyone, you have been listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, is the author of many best-selling books. Her most recent relationship book is Your Man is Wonderful, and uh, another recent relationship book is Dangerous Relationships. Uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, she also has some business books out. Uh, one of the most recent is on uh, Kindle readers, so the free downloadable app for the actual Kindle hardware. The title of that is Got a Bad Boss? Work That Boss to Get What You Want at Work. You can find this information and all of her other books and all of her other resources at her website, noelnelson.com. Uh, you can find her on the social platforms, uh, Twitter, Google+. Uh, the Twitter handle is at Dr. Noelle Nelson. Um, and, of course, you can find all this information at our website, hitchmag.com. If you have a question, if you have a topic you'd like us to uh, dig into, we would love to hear from you. We have a gigantic email button at the top of our podcast page uh, on our website, hitchmag.com. Uh, or you can just reach out directly through the social platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Google+. Uh, we're, on, we're on all the big ones. So, um, And uh, I personally handle uh, those accounts. So uh, just know that it is a real person that looks at all this stuff. And I try to respond uh, to all the incoming stuff that you guys send. So I look forward to it and really appreciate the engagement. So I hope to hear from some of you uh, in the very near future. Uh, but until then, that is going to do it for this week. So one last time, thank you, Noel. Thank you, Steve. All right. Take care, everybody. 